delicious. Call me Los, taking a sip. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? It's uh, it's me, Chalfie. I got my boy Delvin on the scene with me. Um, Sean says he can record on Thursday and Fridays, so I try to record on Mondays and Wednesdays. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, nah, but he's out here doing community service. I actually think he's probably trying to avoid jail time because he's been what doing the- basketball. <laughs> Yeah, seriously, he's always like, oh, no, they got me doing more basketball, which now has me thinking, like, I think he's trying to avoid a case or something. (laughs) He's trying to avoid hard time. He's like, sure, give me the hours. Give me the community service. I'll do that. (laughs) I ain't going to knock you, brother. That's what you got going, hey. Anything to keep you out of jail. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You know what? There's there's too many black men in jail. It's it's institutionalized slavery. Keep them out. Yeah, you gotta go out there and pick up garbage. <laughs> Don't do your thing. Fuck that. I'm gonna start printing up free Sean shirts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of shirts, I've stopped being a fucking lazy ass and finally recorded a, or finally ordered a Delvin Cox Experience shirt. Should be here like by the weekend. That's awesome, brother. I appreciate that. Yeah. And I have a funny story I gotta tell you offline about shirts. Okay. It's, but it's, it's, <laughs> Don't worry, people. I'm going to keep it recording and then I'll post it at the end. <laughs> I'll just, uh, well, I'll say this part. I had I ordered shirts for all my patrons on Patreon mm-hmm. that are supposed to still be coming. Okay. But a series of wild events happened to hinder this from happening. <laughs> okay. <laughs> including someone trying to commit suicide. Holy shit. Yeah. It's okay. been a long, complicated event. All so right. eventually, to my idea, these shirts will eventually be coming. Okay, okay. All right, well, sit tight for the uh, summarized story later on down the road. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, before before we get into all our stuff, um, you know, let's, let's, I think, take a quick minute because I know it's on everyone's mind. You know, I was, you know, we have all shocked this Sunday with the news of, like, Kobe and his daughter and the other families that lost their lives. Um you know, it was, it was a real, um, it was a really interesting day on Twitter because it was uh, one of the rare moments where it really felt unified. And even people who were like trying to be shit talking haters were like very few, you know? And so I think that was one of those times where we really saw the magnitude and impact of a person in a way that's like, holy shit, you know, you think just as a sports player, they don't have that much of a reach or just to like a niche community. But to see how much he affected people was just like, wow, that shit was amazing. Yeah, it was sad. It was heartbreaking, especially when the news came out that it was his daughter in the plane helicopter with him. Yeah. It made it that much more worse. Mm-hmm. You got to kind of think about the positives in the situation in terms of just the joy that he gave us, whether it was sports fans and not sports fans, mm-hmm. for 41 years of his life. Like he gave us an incredible career as a basketball player. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the greatest basketball players who ever lived. Yeah. Got to think about the happy moments of that and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't want to dwell on this whole tragic situation. It's tragic because it's really tragic. Oh, yeah. For sure. A little detail about it is just horrifying. And I can only imagine. Yeah. I kind of wish there weren't as many details of what, like, as it starts to come through, because I'm just like, oh, God. You start to imagine what it was like being in there. You know, as things are happening, it's like, uh, I don't want to know that, you know, like, I think there needs to be a point where we start respecting 
the family and the loss and say, you know what, that's for you guys. Like TMZ needs to chill. Like a lot of these news outlets need to chill because they're just being like, they're just being disrespectful in terms of like not honoring the loss or allowing like families to grieve. Yeah, there's some situations that were very, very just like just disgusting in terms of like how the video was out on the Internet of the helicopter crashing. Yeah, that's insane. That's not something people should be able to look up like that. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like it's getting scrubbed, though, like uh, which is good. You know, I'm just like, man, like that shit is like horrible because it was one of those things where um, actually like so. That morning, my daughter and I went to go. Lately, we've been skateboarding like Sunday mornings just around the block. And she's actually getting really, really good. And uh, he texted me. He was like, hey, is this shit true about Kobe? Like, you guys talking about it? And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? And um, and it was insanely foggy. Like, even when we were out riding, my daughter was like, wow, it's like dark. Um, but so then I looked it up and I was like, oh, shit, this is like what the fuck is going on? And then you just see like the, no, nah, it's not true. It's fake, whatever. And I was like, dude, he did travel by helicopter. Like that was his main means to avoid fucking LA traffic, you know? <laughs> so that shit is just, it was really, really sad. And then to see it come through and it was just like, man, that's a sad thing. And then like for you and I, you know, being dads, like you kind of take days for granted. Like, hey, I'm going to the store, I'll be right back, whatever, whatever, like no big thing. But sometimes you have those days where you don't get to come back. So it's like, you know, you do got to appreciate the things that you you have in front of you because it's sometimes it's easy to not see them. You know what I mean? Spend time with your kids. Spend time with your family. I'm not saying you got to make up and be friends with everybody. If you got some people in your life that you're like, fuck them, even though they're family, fuck them, whatever. Like you don't need to reconnect. But the people who are in your life that you appreciate and you value, let them know that you value them. Because even a flip side to that, um, Monday night I got a text from someone from my old school district, and she was just like, hey, one of our homegirls, she's not doing well. She's in the hospital. She got a real bad infection. Like, she's struggling. So just keep her in your prayers. Keep her in your heart. And I was like, yeah, for sure. And this, this lady, like, I really, like, she was awesome. She was, like, an amazing person. And then the next morning at, like, 530, I got a message that was just like, hey, she passed and I was like, what? She was only 41 as well, you know? And so, and she's someone, she's got two daughters. I think uh, one might be like 17 ish. The other one might be like 15 ish, you know? And uh, it's just like, fuck, you know, you think you're just gonna, you're just a little sick or something. And then like things go bad. So it was like these two events really like give you some perspective on like, number one, you know, like for me, I was like, you know, I just need to chill not be so stressed, um, you know, do things for me that I want to enjoy, but also make sure I'm doing the things for those around me um, to let them know that they're appreciated and valued, you know? Yeah, definitely. So I just, you know, wanted to start off to just recognize that because it was just one of those things I think is like really kind of still rocking the world. But, um, you know, aside from that, let's get back on our bullshit. Like, <laughs> yeah, so, you know, um, to all the families, you know, it's sad, you know, we're good, but I think we do got to respect their loss. So let's move on from there. I'm going to make it Delvin's job to lighten the room. Tell me about your week. <laughs> what you been up uh, to, man? man? My week sucked. Oh, <laughs> like, <what? laughs> like, I didn't, for the first time, I couldn't do PSXP. 
because I had a massive migraine. Migraines fucking suck. Oh, migraines yeah. are the worst. Like it was so bad, like I couldn't like like all light would just bother me. Oh, that sucks. So I was trying to get in and do it, and I was like, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. And then I got Have a fucking. Have you ever thrown up from a migraine? No, I actually haven't. I rarely oh. throw up. Okay. Only I only ask because you know, like there are some people who get them so bad that they fucking just puke. Like I knew a couple of people do it, and I was like, wow, that is fucked up. If you're like in that much pain that you're just like, now I'm gonna go throw up. Yeah, I rarely get migraines, but this one was just insanely bad, and it almost got worse because like Haley messaged me was like, Dev is not answering. <laughs> I don't have anybody to do. Like fuck, I'm probably gonna have to do this podcast because I don't want I don't with it being a new podcast I don't want it to miss a week. Yeah, and I, that's what, especially when you're trying to build a brand and stuff like that. And yeah, I like doing that show a lot. Yeah, so I got up, I started plugging up my computer and stuff, getting ready to do it. And just as soon as I got it hooked up, Dev came and he started recording the show. So they recorded an episode this week, which is good. It's probably good, probably out now as we speak. So that's cool that they did that. Um, otherwise, net. It's been an interesting week. I um, haven't got much gaming out. I, I may have played a little bit of, um, what is it, Death Stranding. Uh-huh. Is, I realize it's a fucking long-ass game. Jesus. It's fun still, but it's long. Yeah. You know... Um, like if you're playing the story... You, go ahead. No, so if you're playing the story... And I know how you play games. You just kind of go through um, <laughs> fuck side missions and stuff like that. Even if you just say fuck all side missions... There's certain parts of that game that's just like, all right, you gotta go do this. Yeah. Then you gotta go do this. Then you gotta go do this. And it's it's, it's still in, in enjoying and entertaining to me, but it's like, god damn, I want to move to the next chapter now. Yeah. You know, I because I put that in the, like what I've been playing, and I have been playing Death Stranding, and what I put in the notes was that I, I actually really like this game, yeah. even though it's not high adventure. This game is an experience more than it is a game like because when things start to, to happen like this one gen- and i think because kojima has those wild ass cutscenes, anyways but this one really feels like being in a movie that where you manipulate the actor you know like it's because it's not like where like things happen where it's like oh now i found the treasure chest and fucking gold falls out or and now i gotta use my fucking assault rifle to shoot everybody it's like Things evolve in the way things would naturally evolve in the real world, even though there's some weird shit. But it's like you got to climb these rocks, and you got, yeah. and then the environments are beautiful. Like that game is stunning. It's a it's a really good game. So I find my, and especially like when the music kicks in, like it's yeah. they did a really good job. That's it's more of an art piece than anything else. So I'm really really liking it, but. I think, and for me, who likes to do, you know, I fucking rush through games. I'm like, oh, you have seven main missions and 25 side quests? Guess who's not doing the side quest? <laughs> this guy. <laughs> but, you know, it's not even the side quest. It's the problem. It's the problem is um, one of the things you have to do with Death Stranding, this is a kind of minor spoiler, you have to build roads. Well, you don't necessarily have to build roads. You don't have to do it, but... It makes the game easier for you when you build the roads. Uh-huh. Because the whole mission of the game is you have to get across the country and kind of rebuild the infrastructure infrastructure of the country. And while you're doing that, you have to sometimes do a lot of backtracking. Uh-huh. And if you have the roads there, it makes a 20-minute walk 
like five, ten minutes long. It makes it half time yeah. because the roads make make traveling a lot faster, especially when you have the cars and the bikes and stuff. It makes it easier to go through certain areas. But you have to do it. You have to build the roads as you go along the areas. Yeah, you know, and uh, and I don't think I've gotten that far yet. Like I'm still um, working with uh, what's her name? Um, Amelie, is that her name? The girl in the red dress? Um, <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm still like in her portion. Of the, I'm trying to say it without like spoiling any because even early on, like shit happened. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm like in the in the in the early parts where like the um the the bridge baby is having to reconnect with the mom, so I had to put it in that like thing in the fucking wall. <laughs> like yeah, early in the game, dude. Yeah, yeah, I'm still way early into it, but so it's like, but even, but what I what I'm struggling with is um the control scheme, like when like how to fucking set up a ladder or like. I know how to climb a rope. I don't know how to like put down a rope. You know what I mean? Like because it's like the button systems are really weird, like a long press versus a short press type of stuff. You'll get used to it after a while. It's not that hard. You'll uh, find yourself not even building the things you'll probably use the most is the 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 container spray, which uh, is used to refix um, your packages. You may use ladders sometimes. In the earlier stages, you used ladders to kind of get across water. Uh-huh. Because the water, if it's like harsh water, it oh, can just water drift fucks you up. Water is a straight up dick in this game. Like, <laughs> I got washed out a couple times. <laughs> yeah, so it, it, you, a lot of the stuff you probably use, you probably won't use it. But the further you get in the game, the more things that you get that kind of help you a lot with the mission and make it a lot more easier. Like in terms of how you, this is another small spoiler. You can figure out a way how to to handle the BTs. Okay. And you, you can start getting better. The BTs. Oh, I will tell you this, because this is early, this is early enough. You probably already, you guys probably haven't figured this out yet. But if you go in your locker, there's these things called EX grenades that you can make out of your P. Oh yeah, I remember uh, your PSXP co-host was flipping out about these. I'm not gonna play a game like make a make a grenade P. Man, cool. <laughs> in the earlier stages. So when you see the little the BTs, if uh-huh. you throw at them. They'll get out your way because it hurts them. It won't kill them, mm-hmm. but it'll hurt them get out your way. Well, I mean, wouldn't you move if someone threw like a fucking uh, bottle of piss at you? You'd be like, hey, <laughs> easy. <laughs> Relax. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm going to ask you something. So we, so we talk about throwing fighting. Did you see the video of Minnie Mouse fighting? <laughs> oh, shit, man. Minnie Mouse even punched fucking Mickey. <laughs> Minnie Mouse went in. Holy shit. And that was not a skinny ass Minnie Mouse. <laughs> I, I don't think skinny Minnie Mouse at all. Minnie Mouse had hands and wanted all the smoke. Yeah, I did see that, man. Uh, I don't know where it popped up, but I saw I And no joke, I watched that video like in loop like four times in a row because like Minnie Mouse hit Mickey and still was fucking up that security guard. And not giving that other guard an opportunity to get in. So basically, yeah. that one person took on three motherfuckers, even yeah. the person who was helping her. <laughs> yeah, I saw Otis had tweeted it out like, "What in the uh, world is this?" And I had to watch it three times to realize that Pluto was in the video. Yes, yes. The or background. Not, not, it was goofy. Is it, it was goofy. 
Yeah, it was goofy because it was the goofy head flying around, which I was like, were these like yeah. cosplayer types or did this happen at Disneyland? Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I think I want to say that was Times Square, New York. Okay, so one of those things like out here, like in front of like the Chinese theater, you have like Spider-Man and fucking Superman and all these dirty cosplayers. You know, Disney. That's just- yeah. Yeah, that shit was like too much, man. I saw that. I was like, damn, that's wild. I got to watch it again. I got to make sure I watch it again before I go to bed. Because that was some fucking, that was some, every so often you need some good hood bullshit, you know? Just like, yeah, that's right. (laughs) That's true. Sometimes you need a world star moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just to be like, okay. Good. You know, there's a lot of chaos in the world. I just need someone to do some dumb shit. Like, for example, um, do you follow Freddie Gibbs on Instagram? No, I don't follow that many people on Instagram. I need to okay. start following. Whoever runs his Instagram, I don't know if it's him, follow his Instagram. It is insane. Like, the shit he posts is, like, like the raw form of Bodega Boys. Like, and it's one of those things too, like, like, be careful. Like, don't open Instagram and go to his, it's usually his, like, what is it, the story? Like, the most current, like, time loop one. Don't watch that with your kids around or anywhere in public because there might be someone shitting themselves. There might be, like, a pair of titties. You don't you don't know what you're going to get. You don't know. <laughs> like, he, he showed this one the other day. I was like, What? So is this big girl, right? And she's fucking talking shit to these people in this car. And then they fucking pull out a gun and start shooting at her. So you're like, oh, shit, I just saw someone get shot. Okay. Big girl was on the ground, got shot, like, in her ass. And she was just, like, still throwing up her set and still just like, what, bitch? I got shot. You can't fuck with me. You can't tell. I was like, wow. (laughs) Like, you know what? That's, That's a real one. Like she took like four bullets and still was like, "What you what you gonna do?" Like still yelling at him. Like I was like, "They fucking shot at you." She didn't give a fuck. Man. That reminds me so much of um my boy Rob uh, Random Rambling for Rob Podcast Twitter account. Uh huh. Those who don't know, that's hashtag Punch Devil in the face. <laughs> he started he started that shit. But his Twitter account is so fascinating because he would post something about his podcast. He would post something about wrestling. Like, okay, okay, this is average. Then once in a while, he'll post, oh yeah, he'll post this cool video about him being in Walmart, shopping in Walmart and stuff like that, uh-huh. which I always enjoy. Then once in a while, out of the blue, he'll just start posting pictures of ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is going It's just almost the left. You're like, well, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it's almost to the point where you're like, damn, did he get hacked? <laughs> like, who are these pictures of all these booties coming from that just randomly pop up? <laughs> So it's a real like impulse site. He's just like, hey, I just I just post what I post. Like that's on you. If you want to see it, you see it. If you don't, you don't. Like, it's like, imagine if I was just to like you would just see me post about my podcast and talking yeah. to y'all and just random pictures of ass just start popping up on screen. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck do it? Yeah, like hey, man. So it's, yeah, like you said, someone hacked this dude. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm telling you, anybody, anybody, if you want, like, some fucking uh, real hood rat shit on your uh, Instagram feed, follow Freddie Gibbs. There you go. And if you don't, stay far away from it. (laughs) Like, he, in in his story today, he had a lady 
that like fully like was taking the wildest shit on like a pregnant lady taking the wildest shit on the subway and then just like fully like pants off and just wiping her ass in front of everybody. I was like, oh god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is so fucking disgusting. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It is it is fully bananas, man. Let me see. I'm gonna kill my camera real quick. Do the same. Because you've been you're sputtering. Um what if I ask you? Have we talked about since the um, last minute, have we talked about me going to AEW? Um, oh no, TV? we didn't. Yeah, that's right. You went recently. Yeah, yeah I went about okay. it, man. Yeah, it was really cool, man. Who'd you it go was, with? Did you go with your son? Just went by myself. Mom. Man, that's what's up. That's my dog. Yeah, Do shit man. by yourself. <laughs> now, one of the interesting things about it is, is it a smaller venue? Uh-huh. So it was, it was, it was, so I had really good seats. I was in a 100 level. Uh-huh. But it was, it was damn like I was at ringside. Uh-huh. So, and for the first time I ever, I ever, I tried a Chicago hot dog. Oh, shit. So Chicago dogs at the Serena. Now, Chicago dog is the one with the peppers on it, right? Peppers, fucking pickles, everything's on that shit. Yeah. Just but vegetables. Uh-huh. Man, that thing's just fucked. <laughs> it's an incredible tasting hot dog. I think it was like eight bucks. I'm like, I guess I got to pay eight bucks for this hot dog. Uh-huh. Like, shit, this is really good. Yeah. Nah, man, you get a good dog. Fuck you. Yeah, you pay the eight bucks. That's like, uh, that's what I'm saying. You got to come up to California and then go get one of the uh, the street dogs. Man, fucking delicious. It's like when the old cartoons were like the the smell scent like goes up the cartoon guy's nose and just like carries him. Yeah, that's what it's like. Shit, yeah. so good. <laughs> so how many um like how many matches were there while you were there? Um, I don't want to say. Eight or nine? I think I want to say four or five during the regular show because it was on TV. It was on TNT. Yeah, I did because I saw you post it, and so then I looked to see if I could find you. It was very dark in the arena, so I thought my odds would be very low. Yeah, it was dark. I, I looked a little bit, and I was like, I'm right out of camera view. Mm-hmm. Barely out of camera view. That, that, but it's um, it was really good. It was really good. It was super fun. <clears throat> the crowd... It's a lot different than WWE events because I guess most of the audience is an older audience. It wasn't that many kids there. Uh-huh. It was a smaller venue. In terms of like you, when I went to a WWE event, it was at um the American Airlines Arena where the Heat play at and stuff. So you know uh-huh. how big this was at um <clears throat> the University of Miami's basketball um arena. Okay. So it's a little bit smaller. Yeah. But cool thing about it is, man, that cra- it was a more intimate environment. Yeah. So it was everything was just so much more louder. Yeah, and no, cool. like shows at like the little, like the smaller arenas are fucking tight. When when you can look across and still make out the facial features of like the person like on the other side of the arena, that's the perfect size because people get fucking hype and it doesn't feel like so big. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was it was a crack a crowded house, man. I I had so much fun there watching the matches. Chris Jericho came out. Um, there's a lot of big stars there. Um, Diamond Dallas Page was there. It was so much fun. It was just awesome to be in that atmosphere and just be around people who like something that you like and that's very passionate about it. Like, you know, usually when you go to WWE events, just a bunch of kids there and they're all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the same when you have a bunch of guys who kind of have that same vibe that love wrestling, who's screaming wrestlers' names and having a chance and then they're, they're not biting their tongue. 
because there's no no kids there like holy shit yeah holy shit you know it, it was super fun yeah I the raw super- environments are cool we're going to one of the that it was aew right yes um when we go to c2e2 we're gonna sean got tickets to a match so we're gonna go fucking check it out so uh which i'm really looking forward to that because that fucking man that's gonna be a wild event one i don't ever travel anywhere so that's gonna be new to me going to chicago that's gonna be new and then going to wrestling and c2e2 so i'm gonna be on fucking hyper overload that's gonna be crazy that should be a lot of fun a yeah. lot of fun yeah for sure for sure so that i either figure i'm gonna be having a wild diarrhea from eating too much like crazy food or puking all over the place from drinking too much or both i mean really you know when in rome <laughs> so yeah man but that's cool like and so uh, how like how far is that from you like to drive to the um university of miami mm-hmm. it was like 30 minutes away oh that's not bad yeah it, was, it wasn't that bad at all and i left early enough well this after because after the show is over they have like um dark matches and stuff like that uh-huh so i left early enough so i can get home and i have to go through all that traffic so it was perfect actually Ah, oh, man, that's nice. How come you didn't take a date with you? You know, try to hook up with some wrestling chicks. Be like, hey, single, ready to mingle. Who wants to go to this wrestling? Then wrestle it's, after. <laughs> it's, it's, weird. it's weird out here, man. Like, it's not a lot of, well, at least I don't run into a lot of wrestling chicks or chicks that like wrestling down in Miami, Florida, man. Or at least people. not the ones you want. You're like, yeah. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> like there, the, was some, there was some cute chicks out there, but it wasn't like, yeah. I would just like, hey, unless there's a, a dating wrestling site out there. <laughs> hey, you never know. There's like some real specific, like a friend of mine. This is a long while back. And I haven't talked to this guy in like forever. He met his now wife on a dating site that was specific for people who are into um, gaming, like video games and board games and like fucking Warcraft. And so they linked up over like Warcraft, and now they're married and got like a couple kids. So you can find some specific shit, dude. Yeah, probably have to go on FarmersOnly.com. Farmers <laughs> 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 some bullshit like that. <laughs> I, I want to ask you about this because I just yeah. not to change something, but it's it's popping up all over Twitter. The fact that um, you know who David Schwimmer is? Yeah, uh huh. The guy, the guy from the Trash Ass Show, friends. Yes. That people love so much. Which uh, yeah, get into this. Because some of the responses I had seen had me fucking howling. Go yes. ahead. Because Tell the world what this fucking idiot said. <laughs> he was like, they should reboot Friends <laughs> with an all-black or all-Asian cast. <laughs> and then the first tweet I saw that responded said, <laughs> Friends was a white reboot of Living Single, which was yes. an all-black cast. <laughs> and I was like, yes! <laughs> Tell them. <laughs> yeah, they, they were like, and this is actually, uh, for those who don't know, and you should know if you listen to this, this podcast, uh-huh. Living Single came out before Friends, and it's been said multiple times that the, the creator of Friends basically took the idea of Living Single and made Friends. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, it's out there. This is not new news. <laughs> <laughs> so, people are going ham on David Schreiber. About the fact that he doesn't know what fucking living single is. Yeah. And he thinks, has the audacity to think that it's a good idea to make a Friends reboot with all black people. Yeah. And just reboot living single. Well, in his mind, he was like, oh, man, I'm going to say 
something that is totally woke and inclusive and people are going to love it. And then he's hit tweet and people went, nope, <laughs> you fucked <laughs> up. <laughs> That's when keeping it real goes wrong. <laughs> and the funny thing about it is people are going in on him, including the cast of Living Single. <laughs> I missed that. <laughs> I got to go back. What a fucking dummy. <laughs> yeah, what a dumbass. And I had a comment, like, getting to... And it's funny this whole thing came up because... Spoilers for my podcast. I'm recording, like, With for... Um, Trevor? <laughs> 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 you just fucking roast him? <laughs> God, no. I don't think I'd ever want him on my podcast. But um, for Black History Month... I'm calling it Black Excellence. I'm recording different episodes with different black people talking about culture and our race and stuff uh-huh. and how important it is to be Did excellent. You get black. Did I get bail on? No, I didn't get bail on. Uh, I, man, I, you, I don't didn't, got the, you don't got the West Coast perspective. That's hurtful. I, I got some people on, though. I got some people on. I got some, okay. some dope people on. Um, but one of the questions I asked some of the black people was, especially the episode, I have an episode with all black women. Uh-huh. I asked them to name their top five black TV shows. Uh-huh. Almost all of them named Living Single. Yeah. It's and a then, good show. Like it, uh, not that long ago, I watched episodes on like Hulu. Also, shout out to Coach Mo, who fucking praises Living Single on the regular. Yes. So, um, it, it holds up. They're very well-written shows. They're good. Yeah. And um, I think it's just, it's just a show that's so cool and so diverse and it kind of broke down barriers. And it's one of the first times I looked at the show, I'm like, huh, Queen Latifah looks great. Mm-hmm. Like, she, the way they did that show, they got, it's four black women mm-hmm. from all different cultures and backgrounds. All of them look beautiful on the show. All, and they weren't trying to be sexy or anything like that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it wasn't like they were like, look at all these fucking chicken heads. Like, they were, they were like. Classy. Yeah, they were classy. Intelligent. Regular job, but, like. It wasn't stereotypical, is what I'm trying to say. You know? Yeah. Yes. Exactly. It's stereotypical by like the media standard of if you have that, you have an African American person on TV, it's it's always some type of negative connotation. They have to be ghetto, or uh-huh. they have to be always showing their ass, or have, right. or they have to be struggling with some type of dumbass stereotype. All right. the women living single were successful black women. Right. You know, it's, they don't have some like. Uh, Ex Latina cock blocking them on dates. I, I feel you. It's a dope. Show. <laughs> Secrets. <laughs> yeah. No, but David, David Shore were fucked up. But you know, this was like kind of like the time of like people fucking up because also what's uh what's your other homeboy that said some wild dumb shit too? Terry Crews. <laughs> Terry Crews need to get the fuck up out of here. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I have never seen somebody make a heel turn so quick, mm-hmm. so fast, and so drastic, where it's just breathtaking to watch. It's hate to see it. No. Watch it happen, baby. Cause yeah, no, that was the truth. Like he he flipped the script on himself so fast that I like had to go back because I was like, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. Okay, yeah, he did say, oh yeah, you did fuck yourself over. Okay, that was you. That was just you. Like, it's fucking Terry Crews. What a mess, man. He really doubled down on some bullshit. Like, oh, man. Like, 
not everything needs to go online, people. Just some thoughts are good in your head or like to the people you might know in real life that you kind of talk to verbally. But yeah, some stuff, don't post that shit. (laughs) For those who don't know, Terry Crews came out talking about how on the show America's Got Talent, um, he's been treated with nothing but nice and things like that. And they, the show was just does such a good job with him and treats him so good and things like that. Right after reports came out that they wasn't treating their other coworkers. Yeah, because then uh, Gabrielle Union got the boot. Yeah, she for, got like because ra- she raised issues like, hey, this shit ain't cool. Yeah, and he basically kind of went against everything she said. Yeah. And the thing that people probably people have with the situation is the fact that. Not too long ago, black women stood up for Terry Crews. Uh-huh. He was talking about that bullshit about him getting molested by a guy at a party. Yeah, and the and the truth behind that too is that like you know that that like how you just said like that's who stood up for him and really had his back, and he just fully shit on her. Like you know you know what was the best thing he could have done? You know what? I really support her. Um, I hope her. I hope she has success in her future. You know that really isn't for me to speak on. Boom, done, put it away. That's yeah. it. You know, like, it was, he was just like, hey, let me tell you some bullshit. Like, I don't have any fucking problems. So I don't think there are any fucking problems. So, I mean, whatever. Fucking <laughs> 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 dummy. I just, I'm just baffled that he, and then his response to it was just so tone deaf. Oh, the one about, like, the, the women in his life? Yeah. Um, it was a couple of them he said that was just, Told them. Let me see if I can find one of them real quick. What was that weird one that was like? I saw Otis tweeted it, and it was about like something, 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 something. Oh, I'm gonna find it right now. The Detroit one. I was like, I don't understand this. This one's like not for me. I'm a hog. You're a chicken. Just because you gave me eggs, don't mean I owe you bacon. Ancient Flint, Michigan proverb. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he said. People are responding to this in. Very hilarious ways, including would have been easy just to tweet that you use black women for clout. Yeah. And now that everyone knows your name, you feel like you're too uppity to be bothered with us. Yeah. Yeah. He fucked up. Like he, he, up. he lost his goddamn mind. I was just like, what a fool. What a fool. Like you can't shit on your community. You know, like you got to remember who, who has your back. You know, like, yeah, you got someone writing you checks. That's one thing, but at the same time, like you really got to remember like where you're from and who you sort of represent. You know, not that you have to be in it. I'm not. I'm not one of those that's like you still need to live with the community and shit like that. Like, no, not at all. But just never forget the people who supported you because they are the same people who will fucking rip you apart when you act up. Yeah, and that's um one of the reasons why I always kind of with my podcast. Thread that line very delicately. Yeah. In terms of, okay, I may have this white guy on here who may say some crazy shit people mm-hmm. may not agree with, but we want to hear his side. But then I'll do my thing like Black Excellence Month mm-hmm. to kind of counteract that, let people know, hey, just because you hear me listening to these, having these conversations with people, don't think I'm not about my people. Yeah. I'm, always, I'm still, yeah. is and always will be about my people. You know, and, this is by definition. Don't get it twisted. Yes. <laughs> yes. When when you sit there and say, hey, no, I'm going to have a black excellence month. Mm-hmm. That is 100% telling people, don't get it twisted. I am about black culture 100%, yeah. 100% fully. But uh, 
when are you going to have a uh, Brown Excellence Month? I feel like you're just being exclusory and actually hurtful towards your uh, Latino co-host right now. So just saying. El Chivo do it. <laughs> El Chivo, you're on their podcast every fucking week. <laughs> you know, I just talk about La Parca, the one we met. <laughs> um, Ray Mysterio Jr. Ray Mysterio. <laughs> This motherfucker said Rey Mysterio. <laughs> You're stupid. Uh, fucking Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> why, why just wrestlers, man? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I know. Like, you, didn't, you didn't even mention, like, burritos and tacos or, like, any other, like, popular shit. Just wrestlers. <laughs> all the wrestlers I know. <laughs> Psychosis. <laughs> You're all Nacho Bel Grande. <laughs> Dandy. <laughs> You're fucking dumb. Anyway, yeah. you know, I'm going to start talking about my week. Now I gave you 40 minutes to say some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so, on my end... Oh, and yes, don't forget, people, this is Games We Don't Play, where we talk about <laughs> um, games and how we don't have time to play them. As you can hear, like, we just... Like, we've been doing all kinds of other shit but playing games, and but Death Stranding. Um, I was... Uh, you know what I've really come around on? Is the fucking Tesla Cybertruck. Um, I I said that shit look good. Like at first, I was like, "Man, this shit is dumb." And then when I started looking into it, like I really do, like I commute, and it fucking drives me crazy. And but I love my car. Like I have an FJ Cruiser, and I'm fucking happy with it. But it's starting to get old, you know. And I know very soon it's probably gonna start like dying on me. Um, but I maintain it. I keep it up. But then like I started looking at the Tesla truck, and I was like, "Shit!" Like. Not that we, like, I have the roof rack on my car, and we do use it to, like, strap stuff down. And so I was like, I don't want to get, like, another car, like a sedan type, where I can't, like, strap a Christmas tree down or move boxes and shit like that. So then when I started looking at the Cybertruck, I was like, you know what? Like, this shit's kind of tight. And so then uh, my my son, who I frequently references as being a whole ass, <laughs> said to him, I go, uh, I go, hey, what do you think about the Cybertruck? And he's like, oh, you should get it. And I was like, why? <laughs> this fucking fool said so we could pull up to my school and I could flex on all these nerds. <laughs> <laughs> it was, on one hand, I was like, that would be pretty baller. Like, it would. <laughs> Just pull up in this futuristic vehicle and be like, all right, you get to go to school. Yeah, flex on these fucking nerds. Do it. <laughs> So I was like, man, you might, you might be right. So I've been eyeballing that shit like crazy. Um, it only takes like a hundred dollar down payment, which I was like, eh, you know, I might be able to do that. But you know, I got to sit on it and decide because this is gonna sound super stupid, but I need to know: Can you upgrade the stereo system on a Tesla? Can I put a speaker box in there? Because if I can't, then I don't want it because I'm still out in these streets bumping fucking hard. You guys have heard me say it before. I got two 12s in the back, and when no one's in my car, I'm rumbling down the street. That's a good question. I'm, I'm assuming you could. I'm assuming you could, too, but I think, and maybe this sounds stupid, because it's all electric, I'm like, do you fuck up the, like, current if you, like, add an amp and shit like that? Plus, it's it doesn't have a regular, like, stereo console, right? It's all in the fucking uh, tablet on the screen, you know? That's a good point. Because, you know, like when you upgrade a stereo, it's like you you, know, you change the stereo and it's got its own separate wiring and then you link an amp to it and all this fucking nonsense. 
what do you do? Like, how do you upgrade a stereo on an iPad? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know about that. And then um, my daughter has been, um, you know, I've talked about her building up her um, her skateboard skills, but she's also really fallen in love with basketball. And um, so right now she's doing like the Parks and Rec League, and she made her first basket. This is their second game, but she made her first basket this week. Um, but she's out here playing defense like a motherfucker too. Like she's getting some uh, some good, uh, like she's really using her hands, like putting them up in the air, putting them wide, getting in people's face. Um, she's a fucking rebound queen. Like she's getting a lot of rebounds, but she was hyped up because there was this little boy. He, this kid was a fucking ringer, dude. Like he was sinking like three point range shots and they're seven years old, but he was just like swish, like net where I was like, wow, this kid's unbelievable. But that, and he was playing, he's taller and he was playing good defense as well. And uh, the one basket that my daughter made, she put it up over this guy. And she was hyped because it's co-ed right now for their age range. And so she was just like, that tall boy that was getting the ball and making all the baskets, I I dribbled it because I told her, I was like, because she keeps dribbling from like, she's not looking at the rim, but she's like to the side of the rim, like off to the perimeter. And I'm like, you got to sort of hook around, like make like a J so that you can see the rim and backboard straight on. And then just shoot for the box. And so she did. She took a few steps, made the shot. She's like, I shot it over. She's like, inside my head, I was like, in your face. I was like, tell him. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, so that's been really cool. But she loves playing basketball. So it's like, fucking keep it up. You know, if this is something you enjoy. Because you know what? Like, we don't got a ton of money. And you need to get a scholarship. So <laughs> get that scholarship. Yeah. And the WNBA is a thing. So, hey. All right, exactly. You'd be the first, uh, you know, half Puerto Rican, half Mexican uh, WNBA star. So let's do this. Yeah, for <laughs> real. Um, and then, uh, like I was talking about Sunday, we went skateboarding. And then um, my son was being a full lazy ass and didn't want to go to the gym with me. So then we went skateboarding again. And, man, I ate shit like a motherfucker. Like, hard. <laughs> like, for a full day it felt like someone had like been just kicking me in the balls. Like my groin was hurting like fucking crazy. Um, my daughter was in front of me. My son was a little bit further and he was on his scooter. And so I've been kind of watching her because she puts her feet really close. And if you do that on a skateboard, like if you're too close, you could like really have the board just shoot out from under your feet. So I was watching her and I didn't pay attention to like this sort of, you know, sometimes the sidewalks become uneven. You get like a little bit of a lip. And so I wasn't paying attention to it and I fucking caught the lip and I flew and I like landed on my elbow, landed on my side, fully knocked my wind out. (laughs) My son was like, he threw his scooter and he was like, daddy, no. (laughs) (laughs) My daughter was like, are you okay? Which my daughter is more like me where she's a little bit of like, all right, let's figure out what's going on. Like stop fucking crying. Just we'll be fine. You know, so she's like, are you okay? And I was like, I'm fine. And then, uh, but my son is like ready to start crying. Do you want me to get mommy? Do you want me to run home? Do you want me to tell her? And I was like, and I'm trying to like suck it up because I, I was in pain, dude. Like I fucking, I couldn't like move my leg. <laughs> and I heard something crack and I was like, it's a wrap. I fucked up. He started like you got assassinated. Right. Man, for real. He was like trying to hold me like fucking Jackie O and JFK. (laughs) (laughs) But he he was like, Are you okay? And I'm here with like no fucking breath where I'm like, right. 
<laughs> and then I was like, go get your scooter. So then he ran to go get a scooter, and I started rolling on the ground, and I was like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. <laughs> I, was, I was hurt, dude. I was still fucking hurting. I'm out here walking with, like, a pimp stroll, not because I'm pimping, but because my hip hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is fucked up. It was just one of those things where I was like, oh, yeah, that's right, I'm 44. I shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> so I got fucking jacked up, dude. Like, oh, man, it sucked. Like, I couldn't even, like, sleep or get up from the bed. Like, when I would try to get up, I had to – I felt like a turtle that was, like, on my shell. Where, you know, they kind of rock where they're like, I can't fucking – it sucked, dude. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we'll go, we'll go skateboarding again. Um because then we're like we're getting ready to go into crazy February. This uh this Saturday is my daughter's eighth birthday. Um, so we're you know we're just gonna celebrate that, and she's actually getting her own like new skateboard. She doesn't know, but it'll be a big surprise. And then the following weekend, she has a bunch of little girlfriends who are all born in like February. So we're getting them all together, and then we're gonna go down to Great Wolf Lodge. And uh, that should be a lot of fun because they have, like, the indoor water park and shit like that. So it should be cool. Then the following weekend, like, Valentine's Day is my wife's birthday. So we're going to go to San Francisco for, like, three or four days without the kids. So we're just going to go out there, drink, just eat all kinds of food, just kick it. It's going to be awesome. And then get, like, a week off, do my taxes, and then boom. Then I'm in Chicago. So February is going to go by fast. I'm going to be hella broke by the end of February, too. <laughs> yeah, February sounds like it's going to be fun for you. Yeah, but it's going to be cool because now I have, like, something to look forward to, like, every weekend. Like, this weekend, my daughter goes to a, um, like, sweetheart dance. Um, so if she goes to that dance and my son and I are home, option A, we'll probably stay home and just eat garbage food. Um, option B, I'm going to try to convince him to go get some ramen, and then we'll kind of just hang out. Um, but we'll see what happens. And then, like I said, on Monday, um, I did El Chivo, and uh, that's a fun show. I really enjoy talking to the, to uh, Santiago. That's like a because like I've met him before. It's kind of like talking with like relatives, like same type of dialogue, and shit like that. Um, we got to get him on here sometime too. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, he talk about Lucha Libres and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> he does a wrestling podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I already said this before. Like, when are you and Donnie going to start a wrestling podcast? I don't give a fuck about wrestling because I don't pay attention to it. But you two, you're some fucking nerds. You guys need to talk about that. I told Donnie that he didn't believe it. I said, people have been asking us to do, me, me to do a wrestling podcast. He's like, bullshit. I'm like, I'm not yeah, fucking he, lying. He said bullshit. He's like, the only person who said that to you is Chelly. <laughs> no, multiple people have said it to me. <laughs> and, and you said it multiple times. Like, we probably should do that, Donnie. Yeah. Donnie's scared of that smoke. He don't want to talk about wrestling. <laughs> You want to talk about the, the Lucha Libres? You want to <laughs> – you just reminded me of something. Um, so we went to the mall. Fuck, this was like over winter break. And uh, this fucking lady, like she was tripping. I guess – okay, the one there was this one like African-American girl, and she was like yelling at this lady who had gotten out of her car, like an older Latina lady. And what I kind of gather is that the African-American girl parked in the spot that the Latina lady wanted. And so, um, you know, the, the black girl is just like, you know what? If you didn't want none, you shouldn't have gotten out of your car, you know, and blah, blah, blah. If you don't want no smoke, there won't be no smoke. And she's kind of going off, going off. So then we're walking in the mall, 
And then uh, hopefully by now my wife has stopped listening because then she'll give me shit for telling the story. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but so we're walking in the mall, and my kids, they are afraid of everything. Whenever, whenever there's tension in public, they're just like, what's going on? Get us out of here. Where I'm just like, oh, fucking calm down. So we're walking in the mall, and my wife is explaining to my son. She's like, I think the one lady, like the African-American lady, was probably smoking in public, and then the other lady didn't like it. And so that's why she was saying, you know, if you didn't want any smoke, you probably shouldn't be around this smoke. <laughs> and I go, what? <laughs> I was like, no. And my son caught on and he started fucking busting up. And I go, no, I go like not wanting smoke means like you don't want this drama. Like you don't want the heat. Like you need to get out of here. And she was like, it was one of those where like, oh, I'm not cool anymore. Type of things. <laughs> She got a reality check. <laughs> she started no. laughing. She was like, oh, I didn't know the slang. I was like, nope. She was like, oh, man, I'm old. Nah, it's not that. She's just a good person. <laughs> We're assholes, so we know all the slang. We know, you know all the what? bullshit. You know, that's why she keeps saying, you know what? Delvin's a nice guy. I'm like, you don't know. <laughs> He's taking on the internet. Stop it. <laughs> but, uh, Anyways, let's talk a little bit about news since we've been spending this whole time talking about ourselves, just kind of bullshit and whatnot. Um, the PS4 little backpack button thing came up. Did you ever pick one up? No, I haven't even seen one in the stores. Man. Okay, so you know Walmart broke the street date early, and um, I went over to the store because there's two like equidistant from my house. I never go to Walmart because those shits are creepy, but um, it's the only place where you can get like trying to find fat free mozzarella is extremely difficult and walmart has it like in stock so i went to go pick some up and then the walmart by my house one of them had it in stock and so i was like oh fucking tight so i picked it up it's not very big it's a little bit of a pain in the ass to get into the back of the controller because it has to fit the headphone jack and that little like like extension port that we don't really use unless you have like a charging cradle um but so it's just really hard to finesse. Like you feel like you're going to break it, but it fits really well. It doesn't really change much weight on the controller. Like if anything, it makes it just slightly heavier, which for me is just a little more comfortable. Um, but in terms of like, when you think about how you hold it, like, I don't know about you, but like my, um, like my fingers tend to like sit in the corners of like the, the controller like handles anyways and that's exactly where those back buttons fit so um for death stranding it's made it great because i have just moved l1 and r1 to the back buttons and now basically i never so like when i scan the terrain or whatever the l1 is it's just like i don't have to shift fingers i'm just like boop, boop, done like it's nice and then um hmm. call of duty i flipped initially i flipped um R2, R1, and then R2, or L2, L1, and then I remapped um, the L1, R1 to the buttons. So my triggers are still the same, um, and that that's worked out really well, too. So I, I really love it, and especially, like, at the time Walmart had it for, like, 20-something dollars, it's definitely worth it. And I, I kind of wondered after, like, well, after I use this thing, like, is it just because I think it's fun? So I took it off and then went back to like regular gaming. I didn't like it, like not having the back buttons anymore. I was like, shit, like going back to using L1 and R2, I was like, oh, this is archaic. 
Like, I don't like this at all. <laughs> he sat there 30 minutes with the back button. Yeah, I was like, ugh, gross. I was like, fuck this. this. I can never do this again. Yeah, it fucked me up, dude, because I was like, I mean, how many years have I played without a fucking back button? And all of a sudden, and if you don't know what back buttons are, they literally are buttons on what would be considered the back of the controller. If the front of the controller is what faces you, the back is what's like away from you on the underside of the controller. And so they just tuck in. Um, but it's literally yeah, a back button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not but like the back. Not to be confused with the back button on your computer, which is different. Yes. <laughs> People are like, why are they talking about just one key? No. <laughs> so I highly recommend it. It's de- for like the price that it's out. It's worth picking up. It it was something. It's like that fucking grip I bought the other day for the uh, for the switch where I was like, man, this shit is dumb. It ain't nothing, man. Like playing the switch, um, not the mobile version, but like the other big version of the switch. (laughs) 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 I couldn't resist. (laughs) It's like five episodes deep. Still talking shit. (laughs) No, but that that fucking switch grip I got, it's. It's perfect. Like I like playing without the grip. I had it off the other day because I had just taken it off the dock, and I was like, "Man, fuck this! I need to put the grip back on." Same thing with the back button. When I took it off, I was like, "Just uh, think about it like this: if you had a switch light, you would have to ever take it off the dock." I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because of the mobility. I see. I got yeah, it. yeah, that mobility there. You never have to move it. I kind of feel like I do feel a little bad because I feel like you walk through Walmart or Best Buy or Target and you see the switch light and you're like, I can't buy you. Oh, no, no. It's it's, it's even more funnier because people are DMing me. It's just like, fuck y'all, we go get the switch light. So now every time I get a DM, people, every time switch light's on sale, somebody sends me a message like, hey, you should get the switch light. It's on sale right now. Oh. Hey man, hold up. Hold, time out, time out. Speaking of motherfuckers over here, um, if you happen to be a Patreon member of Delvin's um, Delvin Cox Experience Patreon, this, this, damn you, this little <laughs> survey is Delvin Trash or not. Nah. This, this fool did some fucking Sean Washington bullshit over here. <laughs> I just opened that poll to everybody. <laughs> what were the results? I need to know. <laughs> I think it was 50-50. And you know what? I think it was three-way tie. <laughs> three-way tie? There were three options? What was the third? What's a chaffee? Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. I saw that. I was like, mm-hmm. I was, I ter- instantly turned to that gif of like the girl who's giving side eye and drinking the coffee. <laughs> I was like, and the, right. the funny thing about it is, some people actually think chaffee's your name. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people think that's your actual name. Yeah, I, I I'm I'm exploring the option of changing Chalfie to something else. Um, because I'm catching because I'm catching grief. Uh, El Chivo Senior is what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no. Um, the back button. Honestly, pick it up. It's worth the money. It does make the controller feel a lot better. Um, unless you're one of those people that's got money to buy like a fucking scuff or one of those Astro controllers. I mean, whatever. If you got the money, fucking do it. Um, but other than that, it's it's worth it. And then um, 
I didn't read the full details, but we did talk shit about it the other day. The Atari Hotel. Um, I guess oh, Atari's God. putting up some like specialized hotels, which then I immediately tweeted Delvin and said, I wonder if they're giving out like free um, uh, consoles, like that fucking janky ass like VCS they're supposed to be coming out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Is that even still coming out? They keep sending fucking emails where they're like, are you ready? It's almost here. I'm like, what? Oh, shit. Last <laughs> we checked, they, they didn't even have a box for it. Mm-mm. Right. Weren't they like, didn't they release some shit? They were like, hey, we're going broke. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't understand how you're putting this out. What the fuck are you guys talking about? But I think I think a, a, like a video game themed hotel would be cool, though. Like, imagine the types of conventions that would go on there. Nonstop. That shit would be tight. Like, it would be. You could have all kinds of like specialized like hangouts and meetups. I mean, not that you couldn't anywhere else, but it's one of those things. I think when you're around your people, I don't mean your people. I mean like gaming people. Um, then I think that would be a lot of fun. You know. I always thought they should have like a Nintendo hotel, personally. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. That should be a thing. Mm-hmm. Like when oh, you can play yeah. like in the lobby with eight bit Nintendo games, eight or sixteen bit consoles in the lobby and stuff like that, and have all the hotel, all the, all the uh, elevators are just pipes. Yeah, why not go do that? That seems like something that would be really cool. That just to hang out in, you could probably have like um a, a water park that's Super Mario themed or something like that. You could never go with like your girlfriend or your wife because then someone would always steal her though. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. So, you know, there are some uh, pitfalls to this theory, but no, for sure. I think like a, a Mario theme, Nintendo theme would be really, really cool because even if you just layered it, like, you know, you, even if you just broke it up into like Mario and you broke it up into Zelda, like you can really theme out the rooms. It should be cool. Yeah. Call somebody. Hmm. That's a good get idea. On get on it. Oh, and then man, peep this shit. Uh, I am a, uh, just to, in case you guys wanted to know, I'm a credible news source. Um, I did a small interview with the uh, Wall Street Journal. Um, they wanted to know about like, um, and so I want to ask you this question since, uh, Kevin from PSVT didn't answer my call and didn't submit a question. Um, do you think that you will start slowing down on buying games until like the new gen comes out? Are you going to keep buying along the way and say, fuck it, new gen comes out, I'm still buying games no matter what. Uh, I'm going to keep buying because the Switch is still a viable option. Mm-hmm. So, even if, like, like let's say, well, shit, I can't even say that because, look, you still have The Last of Us coming out. You have too many games coming up that I want to play right now. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, like, The Last of Us, and plus, they push stuff back so far, it's stuff coming out even around the time when the consoles are probably supposed to be coming out. Like, mm-hmm. Avengers come out in September. Yeah. The consoles should be coming out, like, what? October, November? Yeah, because you figure, like, new consoles have to come out before Black Friday. Yeah. Like, you have to hit before that that deep holiday shopping. Not not saying because Black Friday there's going to be a sale, but you need to get them on shelves because that's when people are going to start blowing shit out. I think the Xbox came out, what, November 3rd or something like that when the Xbox One came out? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but so... I feel like games are going to be... So many games are going to be coming out before then. You're not going to be able to stop. Yeah. Like I, it used to be a thing where you traded your old console to get the new one, but shit, why do that now? It's almost to the point where you're gonna be still want to play your old console. Yeah. 
until that new one comes out and you can actually take it in and go trade it in. Yeah. And I and I can see both sides in this scenario. And before I get into that, after our last conversation, I have become fucking hella stressed because I'm like, I now have like 450 bucks in GameStop credit. If these sons of bitches fucking go out of business, you are fucked. I'm fucked. I'm gonna be owning like three Xbox 360s, like all kinds of random shit, like like a hundred copies of Rock Band One for no good reason. Because I'm going to be like, what do I do with this money? Because now there was like a thing recently talking about how they're closing more stores. And I'm like, son of a bitch. Yeah, I just got all this credit. Like, I'm stressed. <laughs> it's it's going to be a wrap for GameStop. They, uh... Oh, yeah. Very, very soon. But um, what I was going to say, though, is like I can see it both ways because I did feel a little, a little burned on like it was FOMO. Like from PS3 to PS4. I had to play Grand Theft Auto Five, and then it was like, well, kick us what ten bucks, and then you can upgrade to the PS4 version or some shit like that. And then playing The Last of Us, like I had to play The Last of Us, and I'm not knocking those games. Like I'm glad I played them when I played them because those were like true experiences. But then now flipping to um, when then you had the upgrade to like the PS4, and it was like, hey, now you can play the newer version. And it was like, damn, now I got to double dip on these games. So I do have to start telling myself, like, hey, chill out. Like, some games you'll get to, some games you won't. Like, take your time. And especially when we get into that crunch window of, like, the fall when all the new games really, really come out. Like, that's going to be interesting. Yeah. Because, um, you know, something to talk about as well is, like, video game rumors. Like, I feel like right now, like, aside from, you know, the specs of the PS4 that we saw in that one magazine and the information we got about the Xbox One, a lot of the information is speculation. Like, we haven't heard a full, like, yes, every single game that is PS1 to PS4 to PS5 will be played on the PS5. We've just heard there's a possibility of backwards compatibility, but I feel like the internet has a run with it. Um, and so it's like, I don't, I don't know what to do. Because what if I do pay, buy a game? Let's say I buy Cyberpunk and I... I'm like, oh, it's cool, because I'm going to pop it into my PS5, and it's going to be tight. And then they're like, oh, some games, not yeah. all games. <laughs> that could be a problem. That could be a big problem out there that people are not thinking about. Niggas like, oh, because even um, Game Pass and stuff like that, mm-hmm. all the games wasn't uh, compatible at first. Mm-hmm. And it's still not compatible now. They're starting to um, bring games into games, like the 360 games, to make them compatible with Xbox Mm-hmm. One stuff, but there's still plenty of games that's not on there. Yeah, because remember that was part of their thing too, like where they announced games with gold, like monthly, but then they would also. I feel like it's not as like topical as it was then, but now that Game Pass is a thing. But it was like they would say, and now these games are also um, Xbox One compatible. And yes. Like, oh shit, tight! Now I can finally play Skate Three, you know. Um, but it was that slow rollout, and it's like. That's what I was saying. Like, well, I think we do have to start addressing, like, one, entertaining rumors. Because, I mean, rumors are fucking fun. And it would be, like, it gives us a chance to, like, speculate, like, man, that shit would be tight if it could do all these things. But then on the other end, too, is, like, the credibility of rumors, where it's, like, yeah, that sounds really far-fetched. Because just because four dudes said it on the internet doesn't mean it's a thing, you know? Yeah. Because like, it's on PSXP. It's 100% <laughs> true. Because even, like, the back button, um, 
this one's been really as since the back buttons come out it has shifted from hey this is a fun little product to sony's put it out to test the market to sony put it out because it's gonna be on the new dual dual 5 and it's like where where'd you fucking read that because uh because delvin said it like that's not <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean like the credibility is real light. <laughs> it's just people just saying like, well, I read it, I saw a retweet, and so this just means it really is the truth. It's like, eh, that's not a fucking rumor. Like, you don't work for Sony. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, we still haven't even seen a, um, number one, we haven't seen a full, like, model of what the PS5 looks like, and we haven't even seen what the, um, the DualShock 5 is going to look like. Yeah, there's some sketches out there and some like uh, you know sort of blueprint schematics, but that doesn't mean it's true. I mean, when you think about like what the fucking uh, switch was supposed to look like versus what it is now, yeah, it's different, <laughs> you know, <laughs> completely. So I don't know. These fucking rumors are wild. What are some crazy rumors you've heard? Um, the main one I'm hearing now is just the whole thing about the PS5 um, release date, and I think it's. They're, they're, when, they're, when they're gonna make the announcement, it's, everybody's saying the announcement's gonna be in fe- like February 29th or something like that. Yeah, which oh, is a Sunday. You know what? That shit cracks me up because legitimately the range that I have seen is February 5th to February 29th, where I'm like, oh, you mean the whole month? The whole month? <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> and then people pat themselves on the back when shit like kind of comes true because they're like, you see, I told you it was in February, and I'm like, the whole month. Like, Sony's been saying they're going to be doing events. Like, you didn't really predict anything. You just kind of stated the obvious. Yeah, they're probably yeah. going to say something. That's like me saying every month until it comes out, The Last of Us is coming out. And next <laughs> month, I'm going to say The Last of Month, Last of Us is coming out. And then when it finally comes out, I'm going to be like, I fucking told you guys. It's I told coming you out. I knew what's going on. <laughs> I told you. I'm an insider. Even though I've been saying it for like 24 months. Because, what is it? A broken clock is right twice a day. <laughs> yes. So, like rumors, they're fucking hilarious. I'm like, people need to chill. Um, I mean, I would love that that backwards compatibility compatibility piece. Um, but at the same time, like, have you played like a PS1, PS2 game like recently? They play rough. <laughs> like real, really rough. rough. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple of games I want to play, but uh-huh. I know the most part is like uh. They play really rough. Yeah, because we've had, like, we don't recognize how good we have it until we played something old. And then we realize, like, oh, yeah, this was, like, a hard one to play. Like, be it the mechanics or just even the visuals. Like, there was a game, um, I think it was called One. And it was, like, a top-down sort of game. I know exactly what game you're talking about. And when it came out, it was amazing because it was, like, there was a lot of action going on and, like, a lot of like use of color and effects and then i remember playing it um shit like ps3 era so a long stretch after and i was like this shit is garbage like it's like just visually garbage because it was all slow and sputtering it, it couldn't handle it but it's like when you're in it at the time it's amazing because compare one to an atari game it's phenomenal compare that game to like a nes game it's phenomenal so it's like when you think backwards something's great but moving forward it's like ah, things aren't as good as they used to be like some things are better left in the past because 
You don't really want to ruin the memory you once had. Yeah, and I think that's the case with a lot of these old games that we remember that we love so much. Mm-hmm. Plus, to be honest with you, PS1 games do not hold up well. No, no, not they at don't all. Look, they don't look good at all. Mm-mm. Like, they tried their best, and in that era, it was cool. Now, no. <laughs> They're real grainy. <laughs> like, ugh, so gross. <laughs> yeah, they don't look good at all. So, I mean, at all. Yeah. Nah, so fuck all that. I'm like, nah, you know what? And I think that's also, well, not that I think. I know that's why I don't go back and play a lot of games that, like, I don't do a lot of replay because I already enjoyed it and I had fun with it. And I, and whenever I've gone back into a game, like, I start to see the issues and it's like, ah, you know what? I don't want to ruin the memory. I had fun with this game. Let's fucking let it live where it lived, you know? Yeah. So, I agree. Anyways, let's start, uh, let's start winding down. Um, so I know you've been playing Days Gone. What else have you been playing? No, Death Stranding. I've been playing Death Stranding. I'm sorry. Yeah, not Days Gone. Fuck. Did you ever play uh, Days Gone? Yeah, I have Days Gone. I, I haven't finished it yet, but I have it. It's a good game. It's, it's a good game. Yeah. Just long. Yeah. No, for Wait, sure. Is there anything else I'm playing? I'm trying to think. Oh, I start playing the um Professor Layton game that's on Switch. Oh yeah. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it. It's the one with the girl. Who's his niece or something like that? Now, I never played those when they were like on the, what was it, the DS, right? Like, wasn't it like the early iterations? Yes. I always wanted to, but never have. Um, is it worth getting into now, not knowing previous games? If you're a smart person, yes. Uh, fuck I am not a smart person. I am an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so, me solving puzzles is like, huh? Yeah. The fuck is she talking about? Yep. You know, there's some games where that are, they remind me that I play games to turn off my brain, not to do work. Well, <laughs> Professor Layton is not that game. <laughs> I mean, it's just that professor in the title, so yes. I guess that's <laughs> something to think about. And it's it's crazy because I like story based games. I like detective stories and stuff like that. So it's a struggle for me. Like, huh? I like the mysteries and solving crimes and stuff like that. But yeah, I gotta be smart to do this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what's uh? How far did you get in that Terminator game? Not very far. Was it just whack, or you just didn't get further? I didn't. I haven't had a chance to get further because I've been trying to finish Death Stranding. Mm. I've been kind of putting all my eggs in that basket. I want to get through with that game before I move on to something else because I noticed last year I haven't been completing many games because I've just been, hey, let me play this. All right, let me play this. Let me play this. I want to actually finish some games this year. Yeah, that's why you got to keep a list, man. It puts pressure on. Like, uh, what did I, how many games did I finish last year? Twenty-four. I may have finished ten. And then. That. At this point in time, I have finished three. Astral Chain, Sea of Solitude, and Blood and Truth. Yeah, I want to finish a lot more games this year. Just to have some closure and take them off my hard drive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that totally makes sense, for sure. Um, let me see, on my end... Um, okay, so I finished Sea of Solitude. That, get, that was a really good game. Um, but if you're into sort of like... Um, emotional emotion-based games that you know they're dealing with like mental health and stuff like that and it's kind of you got to let the story unfold um then definitely play it but if that's not your thing and you're looking for like some serious action action adventure no then steer clear um it's it's a really simple game it's not long like i want to say you can finish it in like four hours maybe something like that um but I, I really had a lot of fun. I thought the aesthetic of the game was really nice. As the story unfolded, I was like, damn, this is like a really good game. 
Um, and then I finally finished Blood and Truth. That was a lot of fucking fun. Like, I had fun just, like, playing VR. Um, that one was, like, a must-play. As I mentioned earlier, I've been playing Death Stranding and really liking it. But you know what I finally got around to? Like, I started it a long while back and then just never went back. Um, Luigi's Mansion 3. Oh. Yeah. That's, that's fun. Cool. And I can't, like, now I can't stop playing it. Like, I actually just this week stopped playing Death Stranding because I'm like, I just want to play Luigi's Mansion. Um, it would be the opposite of the Professor Layton in terms of this game. I'm enjoying it because it's not overly complicated. Like, there's puzzling in it, and you have to use the Gooigi character um, to help you solve some of the puzzles. But they're just not, like, it's very obvious how to solve a puzzle. Um, And then... Like, to defeat, like, the bosses. It's, like, pretty much the same thing. Flash them with the light, suck them up with the vacuum, smack them around, boom, 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 move on. Um, You know, for me, though, like, I can see how this game would have some depth, more depth to it, too, because there's, like, these hidden gems and these other ghosts you need to capture. But um, those are side quest type of elements, and I don't do that. So <laughs> um, I'll be done with this game by tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, that's but, but it's fun. Like if you have, like if you haven't played Luigi's Mansion, pick it up. It's definitely like it's a must play. Um, super enjoyable, super accessible. Um, you know, my son was watching me play today, and he was just like, "This game looks like a lot of fun." I was like, "Yeah, it is." I said, "But don't start playing right now because you're gonna fuck up my save." So I had to, you know, put him in his place. Um, and then every so often, when I just have a few minutes in between, I'll play like some. Um, Modern Warfare multiplayer. Um, still going heavy on the uh, Call of Duty mobile version. Did you ever download that and start playing it? No, I actually haven't. But in fact, since you're sitting, I'm going to download it now. And do that shit. It is so much fun. Uh, the matches are real quick. I've played, I'm playing it so much, I actually bought the like little $10 uh, battle pass. because, And I'm almost done filling it up. I play that game a lot. Um, I play it so much so that it's getting me to slow down on Pokemon Go. Where I'm like, I don't even know who I am anymore. <laughs> well, that's impressive, then. Yeah. Nah, it's just because you can, it's a good shooter. Like, it handles well. And um, matches are like, like, no joke. They're like three minutes long, <laughs> you know? It's like the first to 40. Um, even as a battle royale mode, which is not that bad. Um, it's, it's a fun game, you know? And for a free to play, you could definitely play a ton without spending any money. Like, the only thing I've done is, like I said, the $10 battle pass just to try it out. But prior to that, I put a lot of hours in without anything. So, yeah, I still get my gaming in here and there. But, uh, you know, on that, um, Delvin, tell them where they can find you. Tell them where they can't find you, whatever, what you've been on, what you've been doing. You can find me anywhere you listen to podcasts. Like Delvin literally. Like literally, <laughs> like everywhere. <laughs> Delvin Cox Experience here on Game You Don't Play. Um, places and experience podcast. Just check your Googles. You yep. find me. Blog Boys, man, that Blog Boys with Baylor, that was really good. Really, yeah, really like Because you know the thing with the thing with BTG is he says shit in a way where you're like, I don't agree with you. Like you're fucking crazy. But the truth is, you agree with him because he's not wrong. Like <laughs> you know, so he's one of those difficult ones. He says it in a way that that's like triggering. You're just like, man, you're talking bullshit. But then you're like, yeah, you're right. You're right. Pretty much just the charm <laughs> of balance, at least. Yeah. 
so that was a that was a really good episode. And then when you know we do Fire Brigade as well. Um, that one's always a ton of fun. Um, our homeboy Derek is back. Shout out to Derek. Hey, I'm glad, Derek, man. I'm glad he uh, he came back on the scene. We were kind of worrying about him for a little bit. Um, but then on my end, you know, you know where to find me. You got me at that Chalfy on Twitter. Um, you know, if you want to play this Call of Duty Mobile, you can find me Chalfy C H A U F I E. Um, we can team up. But other than that, um, you give us a call, leave us a message. Uh, 218-382-GWDP. You can tweet us at gameswedontpod. If you're still old school and like uh, email, uh, gameswedontplay at gmail.com. Um, yeah, we're out here. Thank you for listening. We out. Peace. Peace. This has been a production of the ETMF Podcast Network. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Also, check out etmfpodcast.com to find more information on all of the shows.